0: Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It is so great to be with you today. Today's episode, our fifth and final in the Science of Change series, you need to change your organization for some reason or your team for some reason, but you're starting to fall behind. You've brought lots of heart. You've been listening to the podcast, trying to bring more empathy, more compassion to what your people are going through, but you feel like change is not going as fast as you would like. This is normal. Introducing EDGE which is that ability to stay resilient and gritty to keep going, which is the ability to keep believing in what you are doing, staying focused on the big picture, the purpose. And finally, to be consistent in pushing your people to stay on task and to hold them accountable. That's Edge. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Excited to be here? I certainly am. Let's walk. Out walking enjoying this gorgeous day moving as you are able at the last eight percent morning we walk we integrate movement and mindfulness and mental training exercises we're building this habit of high performance so we can learn as fast as the world is changing so we can change our brain through the practice of mindfulness walking mindfulness in this case And so we can be explicit about the goals that we want to focus on for the day. It's great to be here with you. So just start off by feeling your feet on the ground. see if you can let go of whatever you were doing, whatever you were thinking or planning and get out of your head and just be present. Be here now with feet on the ground. Mindfulness is paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally. So we are just being present with, feeling our feet on the ground, or noticing our belly rise and fall, or feeling our breath through our nose in the most acute place, and we're just watching without judging as good or bad. And if we're we've started walking and. We brought into this moment a challenging mood or emotion in the same way that we are non-judgmental to the physical sensations that we experience. We're non-judgmental to the emotions or the thoughts that might be grabbing us. We're just going to pay attention on purpose, non-judgmentally. without trying to push it away. There's a whole wisdom that comes from this practice of mindfulness. And amazingly, it fits with the new science of our brain and learning and neuroplasticity. And so that's part of the reason we practice every day. So now pay attention to your head and neck, to your hands and arms, to your feet and legs. Just noting whatever sensations are present. Now to your torso. And now feel your head to toes. And just note whatever sensations are predominant. Just check in. And standing tall, look around and feel grateful. Congratulate yourself on doing the practice. Fantastic. Now let's move to our idea of the day, which is episode five in the Science of Change series. It's great to be here with you throughout. So you need to change your team or your organization because there's lots of external change going on in maybe the industry and you're starting to fall behind. Or maybe you see an opportunity to grow your organization or your business unit if you can move fast enough to take advantage and change. Or maybe it's just a smaller change project that's important to your team around maybe some process that'll help you be more successful. It doesn't matter what the change is. You're dealing with some change. But change is not going as fast as you would like. Why not? Well, there's lots of reasons. We've talked a great deal about the fact that organizations don't change. People change. And so we need to think of any change on a human level. And as I've described through the first episodes of this series, a big part of this is to manage with the brain in mind. That you need to understand that for people going through change, it's not easy. They will feel a sense of loss. They will have a cascade of emotions that might include shock at first, denial, fear, anger, long before they can ever come to acceptance and commitment to the change. And so you need to manage with this knowledge. And this is what I've talked about as heart. That is having empathy, compassion for your people, understanding that change can be very personal for people. And that it will take a certain amount of time and elicit a certain amount of emotions before they can ever get to acceptance and commitment. And time is an important element in successful change because in the first parts of change, at the beginning, it will take time for people to get to this acceptance and commitment as we've just talked about Time is also an important ingredient in the middle of successful change because when things go slower than you or your team are hoping for, it's very easy to go from an optimism about, about what's possible, and this is after people go through the change curve of emotions, but now they feel a bit of optimism, to feeling some pessimism about where you're at. And they can feel deflated And you can fall into, you and your team can fall into the valley of despair. And again, it's in these moments that you need to bring heart for your team, even for yourself in these moments. And I've talked about in the earlier episodes how it's really important to manage with the brain and mind and to lead with purpose, pace, and simplicity. Just as a reminder what's the purpose piece your people need to understand the why of change right they are meaning making machines and if they don't understand the bigger purpose when they hit a setback which they inevitably will they will get stopped you know purpose is really important story around where you're going what the future is going to look like is really important Also because it engages that system two, the prefrontal cortex. If you remember your hand with your thumb inside your fingers making a fist, system two are the fingers on the outside, that prefrontal cortex, the cognitive part, the thinking part of our brain. And when we tune in, when we help our people tune into the purpose, the story, it helps them stave off that emotional part of their brain. The system one and allows them to be more accurate in their thinking and decision making. So we need to bring purpose. Number two, we need to bring pace. You cannot, nor can your people, handle too much change all at once. So you need to find that appropriate pace, not overwhelmingly fast because you don't want to trigger system one, but also not too slow because change is not easy and you need to build momentum and when people don't see change they can again start to fall into that little valley of despair and then finally you need to keep it as simple as possible story based is really important here but just a really simple way that people can anchor to the change this is all part of managing with the, cha- the, with the brain in mind and mind and having sufficient heart. But here's the thing. You also need the second element, a requisite amount of edge to go along with that heart. We talk about heart and edge. That is the ability to be strong and powerful in the change process. What does that mean? It means, first and foremost, for you to stay resilient and gritty so you can keep going, stay persistent. To do the things to protect your confidence in order to continue to do hard things in the change process. Have last 8% conversations. Last 8% tough decisions. It also means keep, to keep believing in what you are doing, to stay connected to the big purpose yourself you know, that this change will bring? You know, why are you doing it? How does it fit into the story about a better future? In in these moments, it's really important to keep in mind that in the middle of success, the long view of success, it can at times feel like failure. When we're not making progress, when we feel stuck, That's why your belief as a leader and a manager is really important. Edge also means to be consistent in pushing your people to stay on task, to hold them accountable. One of the really powerful ways that you know, I'm sure, but that's important to do is to clarify your people what by when. What by when? What does that mean? That means to make it clear what you expect by, when, in very concrete ways so that there's a clarity for people and they know and you know if they're being successful and if not, then you can manage and you can have conversations about that. It's really important to make it concrete because when it's clear in people's minds then it allows them to calm down a little bit and just stay focused through the inevitable setbacks that just do happen. A good example of this is the change that we are going through at IHHP. And just before I describe that, stand tall, look around, feel grateful. But we are in the middle of a three-year transformation, changing our brand to more fully fit around the last 8% to change our product, to deliver learning in what the science says is the most innovative and effective approach. In this case, a hybrid social-digital learning experience. I've talked about it before, but it's cohort-based where you've got a group of people together for six weeks. They learn on their own. That's the digital part. They come together in live classes. That's the social part. There's peer coaching. All of this is to help them learn as fast as the world is changing, but to do it in a way that works in their busy work lives, where they have less time to learn than ever. And so this is the change we're going through, and we're really excited about it. But as a leader, I need to maintain my edge, definitely my heart, but also my edge, to make sure I find ways to stay strong and powerful and resilient and gritty when things go slower than we all want to keep believing in what we are doing, even when we are not progressing at the pace we're hoping for, to stay connected to that big picture about what this change will bring for our clients. you know, To keep asking, why are we doing this? And for us, it's easy. Our clients need this learning in order to grow a last 8% culture because that's going to be so fundamental to their success. What's the last 8% culture you may not have heard me talk too much about that? Well, that's a culture that has really two things, consists of two things. More connection, more psychological safety, that's one. Why is that important? It's important because you want to be able to keep your best and brightest, people don't leave organizations people leave people and so the connection that psychological safety is really important so that's the first part of a last eight percent culture the second is more courage so connection and courage more courage to do hard things to take risks this is what they need to differentiate this is what you need to differentiate yourself from your competitors and so if we can keep focused on what our clients need, how can we deliver it in a way that meets their needs of less time, lots of busyness, then we're going to have the impact we want to have and we'll keep going as we, you know, it's a long view. It's a three year change process we're going through. And for us to remember, and for me as a leader to remember, that in the middle of success, it can feel like failure. It can feel like things are going to go, you know, we'd rather it go fast, but it won't. And so edge means to be consistent in pushing people on my team to stay on task, to hold them accountable, and to make sure I'm being really clear on what by when. What by when you know, crystal clear about my expectations as the leader. What do we need to concretely accomplish by when as a senior team, as an organization? And then finally, of course, edge means I need to find ways to protect my confidence. By the way, that's why this podcast exists for all of us to maintain our confidence, to have habits of high performance so that we can, so that you can stay strong and powerful. And in this case, that I can stay strong and powerful and build skills in order to continue to do hard things like have the last 8% conversations, if that's required. Make the tough calls. Letting go of old ways of doing things that we've been doing for many years. That's what we're talking about, this balance of heart and edge. And when you can bring that into your team, to your organization, people respond because they know your intention. They feel your empathy and compassion, but they also have real clarity about where you're going and they respect you that you're gonna hold them accountable along the way, heart and edge. The good news is that if you use this approach to change, the science of change, enormous change can happen much faster than we realized. So as much as it's a long game, and we've got to stay patient and persistent through it, what we also know is that if you manage it in a particular way, you can make incredible things happen. I think the pandemic has taught us this. One of our clients couldn't believe how quickly they had changed themselves. They were a medical device company. They brought a COVID-related product to their market, and they did it faster than they ever before were able to do it but they ever thought possible and after this experience they thought geez what else is possible if we kind of manage with this different approach yes heart but also edge and also thinking what's possible you know what else could we be doing faster differently than we previously believed in terms of length of time McKinsey had a study that found that The pandemic has been interesting. Before the pandemic, if you ask people, you know, what was the expected number of days it would take to increase remote work or collaboration? In this study, their number was 454 days, over a year. After the pandemic, they're like, you know, they saw, during the pandemic rather, it took 10 days. How about increasing the use of advanced technology and, and business decision-making? Before the pandemic, that number was 635 days. That was the expected number of days from their benchmarking of research. What did it actually take during the pandemic? 25 days. In other words, so much is possible if we believe it and if we can bring enough sense of both urgency and purpose and this heart and edge approach to change. If, we, if you are both patient and persistent, if you manage with the brain and mind, if you are able to make people feel emotionally connected and psychologically safe, that connected part of the last 8% culture, in order so, in order for them to take risks, to do what's difficult, to be courageous, This is when so much is possible. So, hope you've enjoyed this Science of Change series. It's been my joy to deliver it for you. If you're getting something out of it, please share it with people who are going through change. Join our Facebook group. And now let's go to our three by three. Three mindful breaths right down to these, to the toes, calming this body. Now, three things you're grateful for. Just what well, you can easily feel gratitude's gratitude for. What is it for you? Now, three goals. What do you want to achieve today? Make it very explicit. What do you want to get done today? What would make it a great day? And then use these big rocks as your anchor as you go through the day. So what is it for you today? fantastic it has been my joy to be with you as always i want to finish with a rob siltanen quote bring this energy momentum into the day lots is possible if we are able to manage our mind able to manage our team Rob wrote, here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs and the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them, but the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius because the people who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who do. Have a wonderful day.